Hello everybody, my name is Jordan Smith and welcome back to another episode of More Layers. As you can probably tell, it is just me again today. Uh, Seth is away this weekend, he had some events going on with family. So it's just going to be me. So the episode probably won't be nearly as long as it usually is. But uh, I was given liberty to pretty much talk about anything I felt like. So since in the past few episodes you may have noticed that I would bring up superheroes or superhero films a lot. So then I figured I'd take this week to answer the question, why are superhero films so popular? And quite frankly, there are probably many reasons for it. Some good, maybe some not so good. But one cannot deny that superhero films are pretty much everywhere and have been for the last decade and a half, if not longer. Like, they've definitely been here for quite a long time, but only in the past couple decades did they really start to spike in popularity. So today we are going to figure out why. So to really get a good variety of answers, I decided to ask a few people that I knew, and I actually got quite a few answers from people, but I'll at least tell you first why I think superhero movies are so popular, which will also kind of explain why I like them so much. Superhero films kind of give us a big what-if scenario. Like, what if people could do this in real life? Like, what if people could really lift thousands of thousands of pounds by themselves, or run at the speed of light, or fly, or something along those lines? And I think it kind of pairs with the idea that it shows us a kind of character especially as a child that we just really want to be we know in real life that we can't but it gives us an idea of if we could be something like this this is probably what it would be like so it really allows us to project our imagination very well like, certainly we won't be able to take, like, a metallic suitcase and turn it into a suit of armor like Tony Stark and Iron Man 2. But it's certainly something we would like to do. So while we can't experience it in real life, we can at least see it. And that gives us at least some sort of compensation. So that's one big reason. And for me personally, one thing that I really like to do especially with superhero films when I'm watching it is kind of envision myself in the movie itself like when they're on a particular camera shot I try to picture myself somewhere on screen like what would I be doing in a scene like this or if a character is flying really fast to the sky I imagine I'm flying right next to them or if someone's running really fast down the road it's like, okay, I'm going to imagine myself running really fast right next to them or something similar. Or if it's a big fight scene, I'll inject my vision of myself into that as well. So, again, it really inspires imaginations. It is brought forth by imagination. And I think that's kind of why it connects to many different audiences because everyone imagines something different. So with bigger films with more characters like the Avengers films for example many people have many different options 
to where they can picture themselves or what kind of character they aspire to be. And I think that kind of leads into my next point of why superhero movies are so popular is because they create characters that do things that not only do things that we want to do, but often contain characteristics that either we have or would like to have just the kind of people that we look up to or aspire to be like Captain America, for example, let's put him in the spotlight for a second. He is of good heart. He is a good leader. He obviously has some abilities that we only can wish we had. And practically, from what I've seen, everybody loves him. And that's the kind of person I feel like a lot of people really want to be. They want to have people look up to them. They want to be the source of inspiration for many other people. And I think he is a good specific example of the kind of person that many others want to be. Or let's take, let's take Edna Mode from the Incredible films. For those who don't know, the Incredibles films are two Pixar movies that are centered around a family of superheroes. And one person that they go to a couple times is Edna Mode, who apparently designs all of their costumes, uniforms, whatever you want to call them. And I can bet you that there are many fashion designers out there that would want a position like that, where they can help superheroes by making them look awesome. So he doesn't even have to be a superhero necessarily in a superhero film that can inspire a lot of people to do certain things or have them want to do something to help others in general. So that's another good one right there. So one example that somebody gave me when I asked around for why they think uh, superhero films are so popular, one person said the action or the fight scenes. And that's honestly something I can 100% agree with. Because like I was saying earlier, if it's a fight scene, I kind of try to picture myself in the fight scene somewhere doing something cool. But I think it also really brings out a big sense of excitement. Like just excitement or just like adrenaline rushes that we really like to have or gets us pumped up, gets us inspired, gets us really, gets us really excited, gets us really moving. But yeah, I think that's one big reason why fight scenes could really help with superhero movies being popular. Because really, if you think about it, superhero movies practically set up fight scenes all on their own. Because if it's a superhuman with these super abilities, chances are you're going to see them use them on someone or something else that poses as a big threat. And this goes especially when the fight scenes are being built up. Like you know the fight scene is coming and you might not know when, or maybe you do, and you're just counting down to the time that it takes place. One example that I can really think of, two even, are again, 
from Avengers films or what have you. And yeah, I'm sure DC films have done that too, but I've honestly seen a lot more Marvel films than I have DC. I have nothing against DC, but I'm just a bigger fan overall of Marvel at this point. Fight scenes can definitely build up the excitement that people have on their own. But again, it's the ones that really seem to be built up over time that really get people going. So the two examples I can think of are the airport fight scene in Captain America Civil War and pretty much every big moment from Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Starting with Captain America Civil War, especially when the trailers first started coming out, people were really excited to see these teams of superheroes going up against each other. Especially when it kind of created a friendly rivalry on the internet. Like people would say, I'm Team Iron Man. Or others would say, I'm Team Captain America. So just seeing this big clash in the previews, knowing that you were going to see something that big take place in this movie, made people really anticipate it. So that the moment that fight scene really started when watching the actual film, a lot of people got a lot more excited than they might usually. And I... For this movie specifically, I think one other big reason this fight scene was built up a lot is because the trailers featured Spider-Man. Because for those that don't know, while Spider-Man is technically a Marvel character, it is not he is not owned by Marvel. A while back, I believe Marvel had to sell the rights to a few of their characters to other companies so that they could make some money and not go bankrupt or go into some other financial trouble. So at this point in time, it is Sony who owns the rights to all things Spider-Man, which includes any characters associated with Spider-Man in his universe or any of his stories or anything along that line, which is why if you watch the trailers or films about Venom, like the one that's already out and the one that's coming out very soon, you might notice that when the preview starts, it'll say, instead of like Marvel or Marvel Studios, it'll say, in association with Marvel. Acknowledging that these are Marvel characters, but they're not owned by Marvel. Sony owns all things Spider-Man, meaning the Venom movies are also owned by Sony. So it was a really big deal when Disney slash Marvel struck a deal with Disney to be allowed to feature Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So when they first introduced him in the trailer for Captain America Civil War, that alone got so many people excited to see this movie, especially knowing he was going to be part of this big fight scene that was being built up. Now moving on to Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, the reason people were excited for these fight scenes was not only because it's fight scenes, they like action, but to the scale of these fight scenes, it was going to be their biggest ones yet. Especially when it came to Endgame, which was essentially Avengers Infinity War Part 2. Because it was kind of a continuation of the events in Infinity War. But it also helps that Avengers Infinity War and Endgame had been built up 
for about 10 years. The Marvel Cinematic Universe started way back in 2008 with the first Iron Man film. And once people really started to understand that all these different Marvel movies that were coming out after that were interconnected somehow, then people were really starting to wonder where this story was going to go. And once they realized that Thanos was going to be the big bad guy at some point, they were waiting and waiting and waiting as it got closer and closer to the day that Thanos was going to be the central bad guy that they were actually going to go head to head with. So really, in the end, it just comes down to action scenes bring a lot of people excitement or some other positive feeling, even more so when they're built up over time, especially for that long. So another reason somebody said why they think superhero movies are so popular is because people like to see the good guys win and it gives them some sort of sense of faith in humanity, which I completely understand. Especially nowadays, it seems like a lot of people are at each other's throats, especially if their thoughts, beliefs, or opinions differ from one another. Like if somebody doesn't agree with you, there are some people who, because of that, will come after people in the most unpleasant of ways and many people will lose their faith in humanity over it. But superhero films, while they sometimes still show that, like with Captain America Civil War, they will ultimately show that these issues get resolved. That they finally come to agreement or they put their differences aside or something along that line. And of course there's the whole good versus evil thing and when good triumphs, we naturally feel good because nobody wants to see evil win. We've seen that happen in the real world and it's far too unpleasant. And of course, most films, not all of them, but I feel like most films will have a happy ending because it gives people the sense of happiness that they might need or it ends on a positive note so people go out of the theater or out of the film leaving in a better mood but it also kind of serves as a reminder. It lets people know that while these characters may or may not be fictional, it still gives an idea that there are still people out there who care, who want to help, who want to make positive changes in the world, and will do anything possible to make that happen. Superhero films will feature that a lot. The whole good versus evil thing. The fact that conflicts are often resolved, usually peacefully to a degree. Or just seeing someone do something for someone else is always a major uplifter for people to restore their faith in humanity. Like all the sacrifices that these heroes put themselves through to even help out maybe one other person is a huge deal and it helps a lot of people think you know what I want to do something like that too I want to help the people around me I want to make a positive difference I want to let them know that there are people out there who still care
So I definitely see why superhero films can be a sense of restoration of faith in humanity. It can inspire people. It can make them feel good. And of course, with the whole good versus evil thing and good wins over evil, usually, it really helps people to feel a lot better. So another reason I feel like would be good to acknowledge for why superhero films are so popular is because of the general characters themselves. Yes, they have these super abilities. Yes, they often do things that we could only ever dream of doing in real life. But oftentimes superhero films will still take time out of the film itself to remind people that while they might be superhuman, they still have many human traits. For example, Iron Man, he doesn't have any super abilities necessarily, but he is very smart and with his suits he can do all these things that a human only wishes they could do. But he's still got different behaviors or different attitudes that a lot of people tend to have. And they still make cracks at each other which make people laugh because we all like to do that with each other. But overall, it just serves as a way to be like, hey, they may have these special abilities, but in a way, they're still just like everybody else. And by doing this, we are allowed to connect with them a lot more, thus making their stories and the things they do seem that much more popular. Not, not popular, powerful, excuse me. Like, oftentimes, I've noticed that a lot of people will enjoy characters more if they can somehow connect to them or relate to them in some fashion. Like they act the same way they do, or they like to do the same things they do. Or just have scenes of them doing things that others in the real world might actually do. Like for example, in Avengers Age of Ultron, we just see all the supers, all the main superheroes kind of just hanging out in one room, having a drink, or just talking and laughing, kind of messing with each other. And while they're not doing anything big or drastic here, I think it was a very nice throw-in for us to see because it helps us just kind of imagine we're there with them. We're having a laugh, we're having a good time, and it makes them seem more human, thus more relatable, and we can connect to them. And those connections really just make it seem all the more real. Now, unfortunately, there are many a time where superhero films have been popular for the wrong reasons. Just because a movie is popular doesn't mean it's always popular for a good reason. And it could suffer for it if that's the case. Sometimes a superhero movie is just bad or just not received very well by critics or general viewers. Like one such example was Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds as the star character. The movie itself generally 
believed, not believed necessarily, but more so generally viewed by people as a bad film. Like they didn't like the story or the character portrayals or what have you. But one of the most infamous things from that movie was the Green Lantern costume. Generally, you want the costume to look good because if it doesn't, then it's going to be distracting and people are not going to like whatever they're watching nearly as much. So when Green Lantern's costume was completely CGI, it just did not look as good as it should have. And that really took people out of the experience and it just really helped towards people not liking the film. Another example I can think of is a movie called Steel. I think it's just called Steel, where Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, is playing the superhero. Now, it was an interesting idea, but I don't know if that's a kind of character that Shaq should have played. I'm sure there's many characters that he could play, but from what I understand, he doesn't necessarily have the best track record when it comes to film. He's done great in a bunch of other things, just not this kind of thing. And that's another superhero film that, while it may have been inspiring in some ways, was just overall not done well, so it wasn't as powerful as it could have been. And of course, there were some older superhero films out there Maybe not as old as Steel. I forget when that one came out. But there was Superman 4, which the first two, I believe, were received well. The third one was getting there. And then the fourth one, I remember there were a few people that just did not like this film. I don't remember all the reasons, but I remember something along the lines of some of the effects that they used were just not good. Or the story didn't make a lot of sense. And of course, Superman himself, while he can be an inspiration to people or a beacon, as even the films themselves will call him, one of the biggest problems people have with Superman is that he's born with everything. Meaning he doesn't have to earn his abilities or he doesn't really have to do much to accomplish great things whereas we have to work hard to get where we are work our way up over a long period of time to really accomplish the things we set out to do so we can't really connect with superman as much and then when you combine that with a film that did not do so well then it becomes notorious for a long time and then there was also one or two batman films that were not received very well either and of course, one of the more notorious ones was Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin. This came out after Batman Forever, which was also done by Schumacher. And there were many things about this movie that many people did not like. Some of the performances were not that well done. Of course, there was the ice puns, the infamous ice puns that people were just rolling their eyes at. Some of the costumes, people didn't like the way they looked. 
the story. There were many elements that didn't add up or didn't make sense. They had to listen to Robin whining half the time, it seemed. And of course, for any Nostalgia Critic fans or just people outside of that that also don't know why this would happen, is the infamous Batman credit card. I remember seeing like the Nostalgia Critic or other people that just roll their eyes or get confused like why would Batman have something like this it just did not rub people the right way and I think another big reason why that film in particular was infamous was it came out so quickly after Batman Forever that it just felt so much like a cash grab and this was pretty much confirmed in interviews later when people were saying that they wanted to get this movie out so that it would come out at the same time as the toys which also was an explanation for why the vehicles that were used in the film most of them didn't really look that good so films like this when they're rushed or when things don't add up or make sense they can be popular but they may not be popular for the right reasons and of course there's the description that some people will use of a film being so bad that it's good or it's so bad that they just have to watch it to see just how bad it is. The 1990 version of Captain America is yet another example. You almost never see Red Skull look like the Red Skull. There are a bunch of things that don't make sense in that movie like why would a character do this or why would they act like that? How does this particular plot element even work and there's this one or two continuity errors I remember in that film with somebody and a gun that they had or it didn't have where it would pop up again later it's like where did it come from and one more example I'll bring up really quick is actually a superhero film that is at the time of this recording still being filmed this is Aquaman 2 so the, the DC movies, they already didn't have a great track record, especially when it seemed like they were just trying to catch up and match Marvel's popularity. They figured they could throw their hat into the ring and try to capitalize on the success that the Marvel movies had. Many may disagree with this statement, but that's where I stand with it. I think they were just trying to catch up to Marvel at that point. They were introducing so much so quickly that people couldn't really breathe and really absorb all that was going on. The characters weren't given time to develop, so they really couldn't connect with the audience as much as they should have. Like with Batman v Superman, like three or four new characters came out of nowhere with another small handful being introduced very quickly and not too long after that, you had the big superhero team-up film, which many people thought was way too soon, because half the characters in that movie were pretty much introduced in that movie. So that's something you really don't want to do. But then, every once in a while, DC came out with a solo film, like the first Wonder Woman movie, or the first Aquaman movie, that many people seemed to really like.
But Aquaman 2, oddly enough, isn't popular for bad reasons because of the film. But rather, Aquaman 2 is currently popular for bad reasons because of things going on outside the film. For those that don't know, there has been a big, for the lack of a better word, squabble. Or a big controversy, even, centered around the lead actress Amber Heard and her connections with Johnny Depp and all the issues there. Now, I'm just going to drop it right there because that's a whole different topic for a whole different day. But let's just say that it's all the issues centered around that topic and this particular person's connection to the film that are already making people not want to go see it and Aquaman 2 isn't the center spotlight because of this and it may suffer for something that the film or most of the people involved didn't even do. So hopefully they can turn this around in some fashion and really put them in, put themselves in a much better position for when the movie comes out. But who knows? In the end, there's just many reasons why films like this, like superhero films, are so popular. Most of them good, but there are some bad ones. But I think ultimately what can be taken from this is that there are many reasons as to why superhero films are as popular as they are even now and that's why they continue to do so well personal reasons connections the way they tell their stories big answers to what if questions and so much more and that is pretty much all i had written down for today so thank you all for watching or listening in if you're doing the audio only version i appreciate your patience as it was just me today so i probably sound like a broken record or i'm talking too fast or what have you but i appreciate your patience until next week when seth and i should both be back for the next episode if we're not we'll have an explanation for it but if you guys have any comments that you want to make please leave them in a comment section somewhere or reach out to us on our email or Facebook or YouTube and just let us know what you think or give your reason why you think superhero films are as popular as they are if you have ideas for future episodes let us know about that too if you want to be on the show let us know in advance so we can possibly plan around that and I hope you enjoyed this episode and We'll hopefully see you next week. Take care, everyone.